Hello my love, so on tonight's call it was all about wiping the slate clean, ready to make 2022 your best year yet. So many people say new year, new me, everything's going to change this year, I'm going to be so consistent, but if you're doing the same things you were last year, you're going to get the same results this year. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes and it starts and it ends with you. So this call is all about helping with trauma, how to see the blocks, how to move them out of the way, how to turn them into blessings and make 22, 22, make 2022 your best year yet with some serious changes, less baggage and you can walk around feeling like a badass. I hope you enjoy it. Please remember that to leave a five-star review and rating if you want to win £50. As soon as we get 50 five-star reviews, I will send someone £50 cash at random. It may be you, so leave one. This call is all about wiping your slate clean. This isn't going to be easy. If you do it properly, this is going to be really, really hard. Or if you've had the most amazing life ever you're going to find it easy breezy. But the purpose of this call is for everyone to do what they said they were going to do this year without letting any blocks get in the way, without it letting anything slow them down. That's the aim, okay? So we need uh, pens and paper. I've, d I've already done it, but I'm going to do it with you. Um, and when I done it, it was actually extremely hard, but then it was amazing at the end of it. So if we go through like a part and you're like, this is really difficult. I'm like, I don't really want to think about it, which is, you know, an easy one to do, especially if you're like revisiting things. You're like, ah, oh, I don't really want to think about it. Um, or not tonight. I don't want to deal with it tonight. Who does that? I, oh, oh my God. I am actually, the, I'm like, ah. Oh not going down that road tonight, don't feel like it, that's a bit too traumatic for me, I'll leave that for another day, <laughs> and then I just don't, um, so we are going to work on all these blocks, okay, so, so many of us, right, the whole entire world, it gets to the new year, and people say things like, this is, this is my year, not going to quit on myself this year. I'm going to stay committed the whole of 2022. I will stay consistent. I will smash all of my goals, right? I hope that you have all said this to yourself as well. I'm not saying it to be like, yeah, how stupid. No, this all should be said, right? But we want it to be said with meaning. And then we want the meaning to be backed up with action. But the truth is, if you say all of these things, but you don't change anything then nothing changes anyway. Because if you're the same person that you was last year, you're probably going to have the same, the same year that you had the year before, or similar. Does that make sense? Like if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you continue to be doing the exact same thing that you were this year, and you didn't get the goals, you didn't get the results you wanted, what makes you think this year is going to be any different? It isn't going to be. Sorry. And you know, I think like just going off topic a little bit, you know, when people are like, oh, you've changed. You've changed. Yes, hun. 
That's the point. I would pissing well hope that I've changed. That's the whole point of me working on myself every single day because I don't want to be the same person. If you're being the same person, you're not progressing in anything. So of course you want to change. Someone said that to me the other day and they're like, oh, they said that I've changed. I was like, fucking yes. What a compliment. Like, what a comment. Thank you for pointing out that I am not the same miserable 20-year-old I was when I was 20, obviously, when I was 20. Thank you for pointing that out. Hallelujah. All of my self-work, all of these calls, all of these events we go to, everything we do together is paid off because people are noticing. So when people say it to you and they do a little eye roll or they like say it to someone else or they say it in a smarky way, that's the point where you need to clap yourself on the back and be like, yeah, fucking have. Great. I'm so glad that I have. All of this is paying off and everyone else is starting to notice. And then hopefully when you see me again in six months' time at another family event, because I don't want to see you any other time because I don't really like you, you know those ones. They're saying, oh, she's changed again. Yes. Yes. Because that's what we're going for. Progress every single day, every single day. So when I see people and they post things like new year, new me, no, you don't want it to be a new year. You just want to be a better you every single day. Wake up every single day with the mindset, how can I be better today? How can I be better than I was yesterday? Not how can I be better than Sally? Not how can I be better than... I was going to say Paris, but Paris, you're on the call. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why your name popped in there. Um, How can I be better than blah, blah, blah? No. How can you be a better version of yourself than you were yesterday? Someone called Taylor is trying to get in the call. Is that someone's team member? I don't want to ignore it if it isn't. Is it? Anybody's? I want to say yes, but then I'm not sure. I don't know. All right, I'm going to... Nah, wouldn't have thought so. Nah, 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 I don't think so. Okay, so, um, like I said, if nothing changes, nothing changes, okay? And we don't want that for this year. I've spoken to quite a lot of you about your goals this year, and in order for you to achieve them, you have to be doing something differently. So... We're going to do some trauma work tonight. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. It will be worth it. I promise. I promise. I have never steered you in the wrong way. We're doing trauma work, okay? Wiping that clate. That clate? Wiping that slate so clean you could eat your dinner off of it. This is what we're going for, okay? So... Sometimes people think that things that have happened in their childhood doesn't affect you now. Doesn't affect how you deal with certain situations, how you react, um, or how you let people treat you. Things like that, right? Or when you get random flashbacks of things, you don't correlate it and think, could this be slowing down progress in my life? It absolutely is. 
It really is. Because before I started dealing with all of this, I used to get so frustrated and I was like, why aren't I where I want to be yet? Why aren't I where I want to be yet? And it wasn't even about achieving what I wanted to achieve. I was just never content. I don't know if anyone on this call can relate to this because I've never spoken about this out like publicly, right? And I say that because um, I actually didn't realise that I was like this until about a week ago. Um, I'm never content with what I have. Never, ever content with what I have. It doesn't matter. I literally visualised the house we're in for a whole year. You guys, quite a lot of you guys on the call know that. This exact house. I found myself the other week getting pissed off that I was here. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because I I love this house. And I can't wait to make so many memories in here. I can't wait for our summer party. (laughs) Um... But I just was I didn't feel happy. And then um, I, there was another time, I can't remember. I, I actually can't, I can't remember what it was, but I remember significantly thinking I should literally be on cloud nine right now and I am not. And I am not happy. And I thought, am I just being an ungrateful bitch? is actually what I started to think. Am I just a misery? And then when I sat down and done this work, it then came to, I'm so scared it's going to be taken away from me. I don't want to like it too much. Do you know the only thing that I'm not like that with is my kids. They are the only things... The things, they're my things. Thing one, thing two, and thing three. (laughs) They are the only constant that I will pour everything I have into. Everything else. Even, even Alps. Which is ridiculous. Because when I went to, when I went to my counselling about it, I said it as well. Like, I have never fully... And I've said this to him as well. This isn't the first time, like, here that I'm just, like, expressing all of this. He knows. We spoke about it. I've never fully, like, let myself... I Like, it's weird because when I'm saying this, I'm like, I love him so much. I don't feel like I can love him anymore. But when it comes to making memories or doing things, I've become... I became very aware that there was always a part of me holding back not being as silly as what I used to be, not, like, capturing the moment as such. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? You get it, don't you? Yeah, I can see that you get it. So, even with that, because I was like, I'm scared that it's all going to be taken away from me. Because I had no control in my childhood. It was the most chaotic, turbulent crazy uncontrolled childhood it was it was mental so i going back to what i'm saying about dealing with these blocks i never realized 
that the reason that I haven't been giving any relationship 100%, like Casey, actually, I think she got a hug off of me maybe a couple of months ago. I don't hug, like, you, you know, you know this about me. I don't hug. I don't know, like, I do hug, but I don't hug in the way that other people do. It's like, I love you can't show you that affection though because if you hurt me I don't want you to know that you've hurt me I want it to look like I don't give a shit when actually inside I am like broken and I actually think the one person that fully fully understands and sees me for that is Barrett because she actually helped me on the discovery she was like you're actually the most sensitive person ever and no one would know it about you and when she first said it, I was like, fucking hell. She knows. She knows. And I saw it as like a not a good thing. So I was like, God, now if she ever hurts me, <laughs> I'm going to be distraught. And she's going to know that I'm going to be distraught about it. But there's, there, was, there's always, there's, there was always a barrier. It's coming down. But the whole relevance of this story is because I never knew that that came from a past trauma. I just thought that was me. I just thought I looked a little bit heartless. I always had a resting bitch face and I couldn't comfort you if you were sad. Just a quick side note, have to tell you this story, right? It's funny looking back now. It wasn't funny at the time. Casey was in my kitchen and uh, she got a phone call or she got an email and it was something to do with her degree. I can talk about this now because she passed. She smashed it. She got a university degree. But um, it was something like, I don't know, she had to do something. She started crying. <laughs> wow. I, lit- I just, I looked at her and I was like, um... <laughs> I can't believe, <laughs> I actually can't believe that I did this. I'd like to think that I'd react differently now, but I literally looked at her. So she's bawling, right? She's crying. Do you want some biscuits? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Dead face, dead face. I was literally like, do you want some biscuits? (laughs) And she looked at me and she was like, no. Like, this heartbroken. She was heartbroken, bless her. And I was like all right, well, I'll be outside when you're ready. And I just walked off. And I walked off and I went in the garden and I felt so bad that I just couldn't hug her. It was like, I. it was literally like there was a force field around me and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And she, she's never forgiven me for that. She's never forgiven me for that. <laughs> So, trauma affects lives, people. It affects lives. So, pen and paper, right? And I, I'm, I'd, I feel like I've digressed so much, but I feel like I'm hoping you found that useful because you can see, like, maybe something I've said you can relate back to. I know some of you have already said that you can, but I'm hoping you're not sat there like, that was a fucking waste of time, Nick. Story time is over. Um, so, we're going to focus on the blocks. We're going to change our perception on them and we're going to move past them so you can clear them from your mind and make way for fresh new ideas and more happy memories.
And if you're like me and you're not sensitive at all, maybe a bit more sensitive. Also, can I just say, I know I'm digressing again, I gave my brother a hug last night. I know, I know. I've come so far from the asking if you want a biscuit to hugging my brother. I don't know what it is. I literally love my brother so much. I love him so much. He walked me down the aisle. Like, we are really close. But I just couldn't do it. I just can't do it with anyone. It's not, it's literally just my kids and Alps. I can't do it with anyone else. I find it like actually hard, physically hard. And I, I hugged him last night and I was like, oh my God, I'm changing so much. So it works. This works, right? So I want you right now, we're going to do this right now, write down every traumatic thing that comes to your mind. Don't question yourself and make sure you leave gaps in between every single one. So write down every traumatic thing that comes to your mind and leave gaps in between every one. Thank you. I was proud of myself as well. And, you know, when you're writing these things down, hopefully you don't mind me talking over this, um... I don't want you to sit there and be like, oh, God, is that even traumatic? Like, was that even a thing? If it's still in your brain, babe, it's a thing, okay? It's not about anyone else's opinions or you get... Like, don't be worried about anyone else reading it. You can burn it afterwards if you want to. Rip it up, do whatever with it. But I want you to sit and focus about how things made you feel. Not about how other people perceived it. Not about how it may be perceived if someone else reads this. Or you say it to someone else, just you. How has it made you feel? And I had quite a lot of things come up. And I was like, oof. Wow. That, you know, one one of them came up. I was in uh, secondary school. And a boy threw my shoes over the church. I was distraught. But I couldn't show it because I was at school. And I managed to get one and I had to go home. Obviously, this was like, he thought, ha ha, funny. They're just going to go over the other side. And it didn't. And it really hurt my feelings. And it still really hurt my feelings up until the other night when I realised, actually, like, what a disgusting way to treat a girl. And um, my son will never treat anyone like that, ever. Like, to even think that's funny, it actually isn't. Because I thought, oh, when I first wrote this down... Again, going to be completely honest with you guys. I was like, oh, that sounds like a bit pathetic, really. Like, why was that even a big thing? He just chucked my shoes over the church. Like, why is that even a big thing? It was a big thing for me. It wasn't kind. And I like to think I've always been a kind person. So when someone does something like that, I'm just like, I don't understand that mentality. I don't understand it. I never have. So... I thought, actually, it was a big deal for me because I had to go home with one pissing shoe. I'm not joking. I, li- I had to get on the bus. I used to have to get a bus from school. I got on... I walked the rest of the day. My teachers were fuming at me, thinking that I was taking the piss. Walk around for my next two lessons with, no sh- with one shoe on. Then I had to walk all the way to the bus with one shoe on and then all the way home with one shoe on. And the whole time, that cascaded into me being, like, 
my mum can't afford to get me another pair of shoes. I don't want to ask her to buy me another pair of shoes. Because I know she doesn't have the money, so what am I going to do? So then that triggered that. Then I walked home and got scared that I was going to be told off. Would she believe me? I don't know. It was a bit hit and miss with the mood in the house sometimes. So I didn't know. I didn't know what I was going to be walking in Zoom. So when I first wrote it down, I was like, God, this doesn't seem like a big thing. So if you feel like that, it is. And make sure you write it down. You might not get it all done in this call. You might need to go back to it. You might have to keep going back to it for the next 48 hours. However long it takes you to brain dump everything that's hurt you, get it on that paper so that we can wipe the slate clean and you can start living life for you without carrying around so much baggage because I'm telling you, it gets heavy. And you don't need to carry it around. There's so many things that I put on that list that I really... I, I remember the thing from year five. Year five. Uh, some girl, like, picked me up. We were playing. But she because I've always been so small... I, like, obviously was the easy one to, like, pick up and pretend a baby and whatever. It's ridiculous looking back now. Um, and she dropped me, but on, like, a, um, a root of a tree. We had a really big tree down the bottom of our playground, um, and the roots were, like, massive. Like, ima- imagine, like, the whomping willow, yeah? It was like that. It was like a whomping willow. And um, she like, oh no, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I just checked my checked my book where I wrote it all down. So it was two of them, and they were like chucking me up and down. We were playing. They weren't like I weren't getting tossed about. Well, I kind of was, but we were playing. So we were going like up and down, seeing how high how high they could chuck me. And then I don't know what happened. I think like the bell rang or like someone shouted. Anyway, um, I dropped straight to the floor um, and winded myself on the root of the tree. (laughs) Literally, root like, I got rooted in the back. And I remember they all, like, ran off, not realising that I was in pain. And I remember walking back to to the class, literally trying so hard not to cry my eyes out because I was in absolute agony. I'd definitely been winded. Um, imagine a massive root in your spine, like whomping willow root in your spine. And then I was like, oh my God, no one even knows that I'm hurt. Like I've got to, um, like I've got to phase this out. So I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> soaking in these and trying to breathe at the same time. I was like, just breathe properly, Nick, just breathe properly. Um, and I didn't realise that that affected me, but it did. Trust issues, mate. Trust issues with everything, not just not with being picked up because people don't particularly pick me up anymore, apart from Alps. Um, but that became a trust issue thing for me. I then started not trusting people from the age like what? What age are you in year five? 
10? From the age of 10, I had trust issues because of that. And you know, a lot of people are saying like, um, I want to say psychotherapist, but I'm actually not too sure. Oh my God, we've got 10 minutes left. Shut up. It's because I was, um, it's because I was babbling so much. God damn. Um, I, nah, I, oh yeah. They were saying that a lot of people say PTSD is just for people that, um, you know, have been in the army or have had like really like, um, bad, bad, you know, like abuse, things like that. Um, but PTSD can be anything that meant that can be anything depending on how much it meant to you and I was like that that needed to be said because so many people like what I'm assuming a lot of you and me was like like oh I don't want to overreact it's not overreacting because if it meant that much to you then that that's your own form of PTSD, and it's okay to feel like that. But what's not okay is to let you drag it drag it around and get tired from it. Yeah, um, I did I did think that you guys might have a lot to write, but you can always come back to it. So we're gonna go now um, on to the next thing. And like I said, like this this can be like a forty eight hour task. Don't put pressure on yourself about it. Like you could have things in the middle of the night that pop into your head, things in the morning, whatever. Just make sure that you do this task at 100%. Don't think, oh, I won't bother writing that down. Don't think, oh, I'm not going to bother finishing it. Do it. Your future self depends on you clearing your trauma. The future life you want depends on clearing your trauma. So... Tony Robbins says this uh, quote, right? It says, to swap your expectations for appreciation. And that's exactly what I want us to do with this trauma. So, what lessons did you get from them? All these bad things that happened to you, I want you to go back and I want you to start writing out what the blessings were. Blessing and lessons. What were your blessings? Because there's there's one for every single one. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share um, one or two of mine with you before um, I have to end this call. But one of them was I always got told that I was too loud. Um, I was always being told to be quiet. Um, my stepdad used to get really um, aggressive and like physical sometimes like with different things not like ever actually I don't need to explain myself actually don't know why I'm trying he's a pig um I for being too loud um for making too much noise for laughing too loud for reading out loud for for just just for being loud in general right so that used to really hurt me because I used to think I was really funny. So I wanted to make people laugh. And in order to make people laugh, I had to talk and I was loud. And my laugh is loud. You all know my laugh is loud. So of course I'm going to laugh at my own jokes. I'm sorry, I do. Sometimes, not all the time. Not like, I'm, yeah. So that was a thing for me. And I went through a stage of being real quiet. 
Like, I didn't want to be too loud. I didn't want to walk over to people and introduce myself first. I didn't want to look like I was um, that loud, in-your-face girl. I didn't want to be called that because I got called that all through school and I didn't like it, especially, like, at that age. I just hated it. So the blessing in that for me, right, the blessing and the lesson is now I use my voice to help people feel good about themselves and achieve their goals. I use my voice to help people every single day. If I wasn't loud, I wouldn't get hurt. If I wasn't loud, I wouldn't have the business that we have today. If I wasn't loud, I wouldn't have been able to help the people that I've been able to help. I wouldn't have been able to get up on stages and speak to people. I wouldn't have been able to get up and... and, and get on these calls and guest speak on calls and do videos and voice note people and help them things. I wouldn't be able to do any of that. So that was my blessing for that one. I'm hoping these examples are going to help you. Next one is, I've got five minutes and this is, this is a pretty deep story. So I'm going to go as fast as I can. Um, I was around my dad's and him and my mum had divorced, it was done, and I was still going around there every weekend, and he said to me, um, I'm going to take you to Disneyland Paris, pick which hotel, like, blah, 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 it's all, like, I've got everything sorted, I'm going to take you. So I left his house that day, really excited, and I said to mum, like, I'm going to go to Disneyland Paris with dad, blah, 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 obviously she didn't say anything at the time, um, and then I never heard from him again, <laughs> for, like, three years. He vanished off the face of the earth. Didn't, didn't say a word. And I remember watching the news at basically every single night thinking my dad is going to show up dead on the TV. Because he told me we were going to Disneyland Paris. And then he left me. So he must be dead. So I went from the age of eight to 11 thinking he wasn't around anymore waiting to hear bad news it's probably one of the most traumatic things that have ever happened to me the amount of times i've had people that i love walk out on me parental roles or that have let me down when they shouldn't have let me down soul destroyed him and it's hard not to blame yourself But I'm telling you, it's on them, it's not on you. So he left, didn't say a word, right? So obviously, I felt some type of way about it. But the blessing in that for me, what that taught me was, and what I've got out of that, and what's helped shape me as a woman, I am loyal to a fault. I will always be there for the people that I love. And I'll never leave anyone that needs me. Which has meant that I have turned into a really good fucking friend. An amazing wife. And just a good person to have around because I'll always have your back. Always. That was the blessing in that. That was a hard one for me to find. It's a really hard one for me to find, but I found it. And do you know what? I feel like that action was on him. It wasn't on me. 
thank you for putting me through that. Because now I'm one of the most loyal people I have ever met. And that's all down to you leaving me, so thank you. And now there's gratitude in there. And it really switched things up for me. So I'm hoping when you guys finish this task, however long it takes you, probably say like 48 hours is max because anything after that is probably like for another time because um, you want things that are like at the forefront of your mind. Um, give yourself that time and that grace period, but just make sure you're looking for, look for yourself as well, like, Talk about yourself like you're someone that you love. You look at yourself like you're looking at your best friend. Like what amazing traits have you had from past tra- that have you got from past trauma? How kind a person are you now because maybe someone wasn't kind to you before? How consistent are you now because the people that were in your life before were so inconsistent and letdowns that you changed it. How many of you have broken generational curses with your kids? Because you won't be that unreliable parent that just shouts and screams and puts themselves first and doesn't think of the kid. How many of you have broken that? There's so many blessings and lessons in this trauma and I hope you find them all because it's a game changer. Get this all down on paper, wipe your slate clean, And let's smash the shit out of 2022. Good night, my loves.